This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast. East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers podcast. We're stoked today to have um, Amanda, and then how do you say your last name, Amanda? It's Archinuk. There we go. Archinuk. Yeah, a lot of people have a difficulty with it. Yeah. All right, all right. (laughs) Is that like from some other country? It's Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Yeah. Not from there, but it's Ukrainian. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. It's unique. Yeah, it's a little different. Well, Amanda is the founder and owner of cozy knit designs um thank you for being here amanda it's yeah. it's fun to have you and we're excited to kind of see where this takes us so how about you kind of start by telling us um a little bit about yourself and who you are and kind of your background uh before cozy knits okay well my name's amanda i'm 24 um originally from canada grew up there until i was about 10 okay. moved here um went to high school here did hair school Oh, nice. So, yeah, I went to Evit. Um, then I was doing that for about five years on and off. And Is this after high school or through? It was like high during school? high okay, school, yeah. yeah. And then I started working at Sport Clips, so doing oh, men's hair. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, did that and kind of was a little bored with it. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, kind of <laughs> transitioned into owning my own business just because I was super bored with doing hair, so... That's a little bit about me, I guess. <laughs> do you still uh, cut hair? or? I do. I have a couple people that come to me. Um, I just do it out of the house, but cool. I just charge them super cheap. Uh-huh. Do you like cutting hair? Is that what you didn't like, or did you not like like working for somebody? Um, I mean, I didn't mind cutting hair. It was really boring, I would say, though. Yeah. It's the same thing every day. Uh-huh. Super repetitive. Yeah. And, you know, talking to people is <laughs> not my <laughs> biggest thing to do yeah. um, just like strangers all the time and talking to men it's like older men it's like what are you talking about I don't, <laughs> I don't even know sports like I don't have kids they honestly you know? might like, get a little weird every time <laughs> I, I didn't have anyone too weird but yeah it was just yeah. like I was just bored and then yeah um working for someone else yeah it's not fun <laughs> not your thing I didn't like having to go in at a certain time and then you know have to stay there and if I wasn't like feeling good or you know, it's like you have to go into work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want a nap. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little bit. That totally that. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So with that, you decided you want to just go start your own business then? Yeah. Um, it was kind of like at a, a little bit of a low point in my life. I was kind of like, um, I was having a lot of health issues. And so I was like, I can't really work right now. Uh-huh. So I was looking for something to make and sell. I've always been interested in like Instagram and how people make businesses and stuff like that and I was always like oh no I don't know how to do that like people do the professional lighting with their cameras and like I don't know how to do that so I was like "Mm." but then I just kind of 
found something to do and turned into a business. So I'm super lucky with that. How did you, so did you find knitting or what did you find? So it's funny because I'm actually, I don't know how to knit. It's only, I know how to hand knit, which is a specific thing with the chunky yarn. So, um, yeah, a lot of people like ask me questions and I'm like, I don't really actually know how to knit with needles. It's just the specific thing. Um, it was mainly like the blankets were just super popular on Pinterest Uh and I saw those and I was like, all right, that looks fun. Let's Uh try that. So kind of just turned into something like that. Yeah. Was it kind of trial and error with other things too? Did you try other things before? Yeah. I tried a couple different things. Um, my friend and I were doing like t-shirt things. I don't know. You just do like the vinyl on the Uh t-shirts. Um, I tried doing like bath bombs, (laughs) (laughs) just like a bunch of different things. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of about it. I yeah, not too many different things until I found something that worked out. So how did it work? What what made it work like for you? Um, I think it was just a super like easy process, whereas all the other things were kind of more confusing. I just found something that was very trendy at the time yeah. and still is trendy. Yeah. So that helped a lot. That's it's cool. kind of a unique thing, and mm-hmm. so yeah. But no previous knitting experience. No. Did you know how to do the hand knitting or did you I just, have to learn that as well? Yeah, I just learned off of YouTube. Wow. Just taught myself, which I always tell people it's out there on YouTube. Um, so it's not like it's super difficult to do, but a lot of people like to learn from someone yeah, instead definitely. of YouTube. I don't know. Right. It's more hands-on. Yeah, people like the hands-on. So. And so at CozyNet, I noticed you guys sell the blankets and pillows, but you also do classes, correct? Yeah. Can you talk a bit more about that and yeah, how so that I, came about? Yeah, so I started out doing blankets, um, and then a lot of people were like, oh, do you do classes? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good at teaching. And then I started doing that because everyone loves the DIY. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just started teaching classes, and that's been the big thing. Um, people still like to buy the blankets. A lot of it is... Um, it's a good gift around Christmas time or birthdays. For sure. But classes, it's definitely where it's at. I always tell people that. Yeah. If they have something, it's like do a DIY class. People love learning. That's cool. So, yeah. So what can people expect from the DIY class? Are they Do they make their own blanket or do you make it with them? Or how does it, how does it work? Yeah, so it's, a, it's a, like a five-step process. Um, we all do one step at a time. I guide everyone through it. Um, everyone walks away with a big blanket. Uh-huh. Um, I always tell people like you're gonna walk away with a nice blanket. It's not gonna be weird or wonky because I'm gonna guide you through it. Because uh-huh. a lot of people are very nervous about if they can do it or not. Yeah. Do you think Ridge could do it? Or? Oh yeah. Uh, I've taught yeah. some guys in my class. So, really? Yeah. So if we like hosted a boys' night, we can have you come and <laughs> yeah. And show could us we have you come to us yeah. and teach us a class? I do in-home classes. So. Nice. Yeah. I think I think we have uh, <laughs> an event in the future. I might have to set this up. <laughs> That'd be super fun. It'd be good for my advertising. <laughs> See, that's right. Like, guys yeah. can do it too. Yeah. There yeah. we go. But would you say the majority of your audience or the classes is, is women that want to come in and have interest in it? Yeah, definitely women. Um, typically, like, a bit older. Yeah. But, I mean, all it all just depends. Some classes are a little more older. Some have younger people. Some bring their husbands or uh-huh. boyfriends. So, Yeah just depends. And then do you have a studio that you do it at or are you kind of just wherever? So I go to DIY studios typically just okay. because they advertise for me. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of those around the valley. Um, so I don't have a studio of my own, but okay. I do that. And then I also go to 
people's homes if they want mm-hmm. to do a party yeah. okay. of five or more people. Okay. I'll go to them. So that's cool. Yeah, that's really it's cool. Super fun. So I feel like it's it's one thing to start a business and put yourself out there like that, but it's another thing to host classes and like personally be in front of people and teach people in crowds. So is that something that comes naturally to you? Like, are you an extrovert or was that something that you were super nervous to, <laughs> to do? Um, I feel like I used to be an extrovert and then I've just been an introvert the last couple of years. So it was <laughs> bad kinda, timing. Yeah. It was kind of hard at first. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not a super social person. I'm good like one-on-one, but you know, in a group I'm like, eh. but, um, yeah, I feel like I'm not really good at explaining things, but it comes naturally now because I know what to expect yeah, and it's like yeah. the same thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's, and you've probably made enough yourself too that you're like, I know how to do this. And yeah. It's not, yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of times, like if there's something wrong, I can pick it out. For and, sure. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So what else went into starting the business? Like, did you know someone that started a business that helped you out and was kind of your your role model through this or did you just have to figure everything out on your own? Um, my dad, definitely. He He's had a business himself okay. um, so his whole life. So I've kind of grew, grown up with that, like the entrepreneurial route. Uh-huh. Um, my mom did hair growing up, like while I was growing up. Uh-huh. So um, my family's never been like a huge college family. Um, like right now my brother's doing videography. So cool. we've all kind of done our own thing. Yeah. Um, so he's helped me through that. Um so yeah cool what are like some of the specifics like like for someone that wants to start a business and doesn't really know where to start like what are some some steps you can take to to get towards like your opening day basically yeah so I was it's, it's funny I always tell people that I'm always like laugh well I don't always like actually laugh throughout the day but I'm always like, always like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm doing this as a business like mm-hmm. this is crazy mm-hmm. I can't believe this actually like makes money um just because I never thought I would be able to make money like this off of something like that. Um, I never went to school for business or anything. Um, But I do have a lot of influence from people around me who have helped. Um, So my advice is always just like, just do it. You just got to go put yourself out there. Um, You can't think about the future too much. You just got to do it. So that was kind of me. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to just do what I think. Mm -hmm. And that's what you got to do. Just put it out there. Yeah. What like roadblocks have you faced um, along the way that you feel like have helped you like become better or um, get better at a certain thing? Um, definitely have made like a lot of mistakes. Um, gratefully, well, not gratefully. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful that they haven't been um, super bad mistakes but there's a lot of times where you know you overspend on stuff or um just things like that sometimes I forget to bring a certain color of yarn to their class and someone (laughs) has to use a different one just little mistakes like that or um nothing like too big that I can think of right now but there's been some roadblocks for sure yeah yeah um, so what have you done to, I guess, brand or advertise yourself? Because, sorry, okay, so let me go back. So I'm trying to just visualize this for people who haven't seen it, but looking at your Instagram, it's just, it's like giant yarn basically, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
And so that's pretty like trendy on Pinterest right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that because I don't really get on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be completely honest. Like I have the app sometimes on my phone for certain things. But <laughs> <laughs> well, originally I was going to ask why you picked that. And then you said it was trendy. Like, oh, it's, I guess it's a big thing. But yeah. I didn't know. So, yeah, I guess. So how do you kind of get that out there and, and let people know that you're, you're selling these things or teaching people how to make them? Um, this is something I've discussed. So I have one of my best friends. She's um, a marketing major. Oh, so cool. she lives in Canada, but her and I talk on the phone and, uh-huh. you know, she helps me with stuff. And she's asked me, like, how do you want to brand yourself? Yeah. Because a lot of times before I was like, I'm just going to put this stuff out here. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but um, I started out kind of just, hey, guys, like, I'm selling these blankets. You know, I never really showed my face. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know if people want to see that. But... Turns out people do want to see your face. They mm-hmm. want to see who's behind it. They want to see what you're doing. For sure. So the more I showed myself, the more people like to interact huh. and like to see my mm-hmm. journey, which um, I have a lot of people tell me like, oh, I like watching your business grow. I like supporting you and yeah. stuff like that. Whereas it's not necessarily the blankets. They like seeing the blankets, but they also like seeing a business grow. They yeah. like the story behind yeah. it. Yeah. Which... Personally, I don't follow a ton of people on my personal account. So, like, I just didn't really know that because uh-huh. I didn't really follow a lot of businesses. Yeah. So, just, yeah, with that, I just started out, like, posting pictures of blankets. And turns out people want to see who's behind it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do any sort of paid advertising or is it all organic through, like, Instagram and other social medias? Um, I do some paid stuff, like some ads on Instagram mm-hmm. for my classes, definitely, yeah. which I've seen has helped. A lot of times I ask people how they've heard about their class. And uh-huh. this last one, they're like, oh, like on Facebook. I was like, was it an ad? <laughs> like, that was my ad I ran. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's a little difficult to figure out. But sometimes uh-huh. I do that. A lot of it is organic. And I would say a lot of it's more from the DIY studios for classes. Oh, okay. It's funny because um, I'm not trying to call out my followers, but <laughs> a lot of people that follow me um, have taken my classes. But I feel like if I was like, hey, I'm doing a class. I don't know if people would like show up if it was just me and not like a DIY studio. So that's why I haven't branched out from like doing the studios. Right. So. We'll call them out. This is the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Go for it. I think mainly because people just like to see it grow instead. Or a lot of them don't live here. So I don't know. I don't know if I have a ton of Local followers. Yeah. I have to figure that out. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the reason I ask, I know there's so many people that are, I guess, ne- hesitant or nervous about doing paid advertising because they don't want to waste their money if it doesn't work, if they don't know about it. So did yeah. you, did your friend kind of help you to get those set up or did you just kind of have to figure it out on your own? Um, in the beginning, yeah, she kind of helped me with a couple of them. And then uh-huh. I just kind of, I don't know, I feel like the way Instagram sets it up is pretty in- easy, but mm-hmm. also I don't know if I'm necessarily doing the best that I could do. Right. But it's set up pretty easy. So yeah. I would say... Just try and see and then ask people if they saw your ad and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah how have you I guess my first question is do you have competitors and how have you kept people coming to you instead of your competitors so that's actually interesting because I wouldn't necessarily call them competitors but they're my friends okay. um, they're other people who do blanket classes in other states Oh, um, and so the same sort of blanket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So they do the same thing as I do in different states. I have two ladies that I talk to. Um, we kind of share tips and stuff about yarn and shipment and stuff like that. Um, 
So I really haven't had too much run in with competitors. It's mainly just been like a little community of support, which is nice. Yeah, that's cool. um, and I think because um, they mainly do classes, I like to do, you know, creative um, products where I can like do new things and like sell those. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, they do more like classes and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they're in different states. So we just share information and I haven't really run into anyone in Arizona that has been, I don't know, everyone's just always super nice, yeah. even if they do the same thing. It's always, yeah, it's always cool. nice. So That's super helpful to have, like, a network yeah. that's not local that you guys can all talk to each other. Definitely. There's no sort of threat for taking each other's business, but you can give each other tips and ideas. Yeah, definitely. Where, uh, where did you find the giant yarn in the first place? <laughs> so, a lot of people... I have a lot of people reach Don't out. Don't give away your secret. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh. a lot of people reach out to me and they want to know where I get my yarn. Yeah. Um, and I always just tell them, like, um, that's not something that I like to share just because um, I spend a lot of time in research yeah, and I just bet. to protect my small yeah, business. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of research. Yeah. Um, it was kind of hard at first. So I just typically tell people that and I'm like well if you want it I can sell it to you but um, I'm like it's out there on the internet so go ahead and research it yeah so so that's what you did you just looked it up online and spent yeah. hours until you yeah. figured out where to find mm-hmm. it have you got like have you had different suppliers or have you stuck with like the same one throughout um, the whole process I have a couple different ones okay. but they're all from the same place so okay. yeah cool yeah and you've never had to worry about like getting it on time and things like that it's always Um, there when you need it sometimes in the beginning it was hard because of cash flow so it was kind of like i would have to wait until i did a certain amount of classes in order to buy a certain amount of yarn because i have to buy in bulk yeah so um and then you know sometimes you know i'm just gonna say like i get my yarn from china (laughs) i'm not gonna say like where specifically but i get from china and they had a holiday and they were gone out of work for like three or four weeks. And then the whole coronavirus hit. Uh-huh. So that was really stressful. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, sometimes it, you know, delays just because right. it's from China. So It's coming on a ship. It's from, so yeah, I always just tell people, I'm like, it's from a supplier overseas. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So let's go to China. That's our first <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but, you know, getting into communication with those people it's a little difficult so. I bet, I, bet. <laughs> I always just tell people like it's from overseas yeah that's why you tell them just do your research they yeah they want to come to me yeah it's a lot easier that way. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um what would you say your your passion is it in the business is it like actually knitting the blankets or is it just the business side of things and watching the business run and grow um so there, i guess there's two different sides of it. There's the knitting where I just get to sit and watch Netflix all day uh-huh. <laughs> and knit. Um, I'm just at home knitting, yeah. um, kind of creating new things. It's fun. Um, and then the business side of just seeing it grow and yeah. seeing what I can do with it and seeing how much, um, you know, traction I can get with it. It's just super fun coming up with new different yeah. things that you have to do. It's, it's always something different each day that you have to come up with. So it's super fun. That's cool. Yeah. So you just get to sit at home and watch Netflix while you're knitting? Yeah, this is why social distancing isn't hard for me. This is what I do all day. I was going to say, can me and Reg apply for a job? Yeah. yeah. I need a little extra right I know, I just sit at home. It's bad. Do you, do you have any employees or anyone that helps you out with the classes or is it just you? Yeah, so I have, um, I call her my assistant 
Um, we changed her name to a business manager. Okay. Um, but she, her name's Caitlin. She helps me. Um, I'm not organized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not, and I try to be, but I'm not. The older I get, the worse I am. I don't know. I don't even know if I was organized as a child, but she's very organized. So her and I, I just spew out all my ideas, and she's right there typing it out, making lists, oh, wow. all things like that. So, And then she helps with teaching. And then sometimes my sister-in-law will help me because she knows how to do it. Um, my mom, my mom rolls yarn balls for me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I pay her, so. <laughs> yeah, me and Dallin were looking at uh, your Instagram and we saw you laying in like the big thing yeah. in yarn. And we're like, where can we do that? <laughs> I honestly, that was the first picture I'd seen. I honestly thought it was Photoshopped and it was just regular yeah. size yarn. <laughs> Someone Photoshopped it, but it's actually giant, yeah, giant yarn Yeah, that's ball. all at my house right now. I can lay it all out for you guys. You guys can go ahead and jump nice. in it. All right, all right. So we're going to take you up on that. <laughs> Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. I think it's so important, like you mentioned, you're sometimes disorganized and so you have kind of a system that helps you. I think it's so important for people, like a lot of super successful business owners are kind of like all over the place and have all these great ideas, but mm-hmm. it's hard to organize. But yeah. I think, and they're hesitant to like hire someone or have to pay some of their money to get someone to do that. But I feel like, at least for me, it's helped to have someone to help schedule me and organize me. Has that had a big impact on you and your, your business? Yeah, definitely. I'm not... A do-it-yourself kind of person uh-huh. not a DIY person <laughs> um, <laughs> but I so yeah if it's like it's funny because like with website stuff I would rather hire someone out than do it myself yeah yeah um, a lot of that I would just rather have help yeah and pay someone to help me For so sure. spend time on the things I want to do yeah. instead of things that are frustrating like making a website that's very difficult if yeah. you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. so yeah. And the time that you would have to spend on it, you could spend that that time doing other things to grow like the business. Napping. <laughs> I'm like napping. Oh, watching Netflix. And... Yeah, watching like Netflix. Yeah. No, I think it's really good to like recognize your like what you're not strong in mm-hmm. and let somebody else pick up that slack because it's like I think a lot of entrepreneurs just think they can do everything and especially when you start like oh I can handle it all. Um, it's good to just realize like, okay, no, I need some help in these areas. And, and then focus the what you're good on. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people think that they need to be a certain way. Like yeah. a lot of times I feel like I need to be an organized person, but that's right. just not how my brain works. Yeah. So I yeah. try my best, but I don't get too overwhelmed with feeling like I have to right. because I'm like, well, someone else can help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just do your best where you're good yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say your biggest strength is then within the business? Oh, um, I don't know. I think, I think I just am that kind of person that's just, I'm going to just do it. You just have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I would say quite ambitious in the sense of like, I'll just put myself out there. Yeah. So I think that's my biggest strength is just putting myself out there to achieve those things that mm-hmm. I want to achieve. So. No, that's really good. I think it's the biggest thing holding a lot of people back. They're yeah. just way too hesitant to take that. They first just don't step. know what to do. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, just do what you think. Yeah. And it'll turn into something. Cool. What about your biggest weakness? <laughs> um, unorganized. Organized. <laughs> and I like to nap. So <laughs> I know I keep bringing that up, but honestly, <laughs> hey, it's bad. A good nap is nice. I, I think I nice. tend to procrastinate too. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like I want to do the things that I want to do. And I put off the things and I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's not going to be relaxing like yeah. watching Netflix. <laughs> so. Too good. I know I sound lazy, but. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, you, I you, have my you're time. Not, you're, yeah. Well, I mean, quality of life is also important. Yeah, in definitely. Business. Like it's okay to, to hire out things or have other people do things. And you don't necessarily have to use all that time put towards the business. Obviously, the more you put towards the business, the more it will grow, but it's also important to enjoy life at the same time and yeah. take advantage of those hours that you have and do yeah. what you like to do. Well, I think a lot of people think like, oh, I have to wake up at 5 a.m., go to bed at like midnight, right, right. got to work all day long, and right. it's like, no, like, just do what you can. And yeah. I, I need my sleep, so I sleep a lot, <laughs> but you know, all the, I don't do, I know this sounds bad, I don't do a ton, and so like, a lot of my socializing is classes or like a lot of what I do is just working on my business so I don't know I can I don't have anything else to do <laughs> sounds so bad we gotta something I like to do so. social dis- distancing you know I'm practicing it really yeah. well <laughs> nice yeah um I saw that you recently changed your logo is that correct yeah. so why why did you decide to do that um Honestly, I don't know. I don't know where that even came from. Um, mm-hmm. My first logo was, I feel like it just didn't really showcase my business. Uh-huh. Now that I know kind of what my business is. Right. Um, and then I met this girl at Pinner's conference and she does calligraphy. And so I was like, okay. oh, she would do something cute for me. Yeah. So I was like, nice. I'll just, I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, oh, I want to try something different. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't see what your old logo was, but the new logo really fits. I feel like your yeah. brand is better yeah. than what, I think what you're trying cute. to do. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first thought. Yeah. <laughs> Donald said to me, he's like, do you want to see something cute? Like, yeah, let's see. Yeah. So, Good. That's, my, that's what I hope everyone thinks. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Even guys. Even yeah. Guys. I don't know so, how many guys see my stuff. <laughs> sure. Hey, we're going to help you out with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's kind of your, your vision moving forward? What's your plan with everything moving forward? See, that's funny because my friend Maddie, who's my marketer, I guess, um, she asked me, our first like marketing meeting, I would say, was kind of like, define your brand. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to be in five years, 10 years? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, do I want to have a store or do I want to just be like a super big, um, not influencer, but like, someone that is known for like the hand knit blankets is that even uh-huh. gonna last for the next couple of years am right. I gonna have to go into something different um I kind of told her I want to have like business experiences I guess yeah. it's more like I want to grow the business and like doing fun creative things but I also want to have experiences that showcase success I guess mm-hmm. kind of show other people that they can do it too yeah. um so yeah that's kind of I don't really know yet yeah 
I don't like to think too much into the future. So just winging it, just taking yeah. it day by day. I'm not really big on goals, and I know that sounds so bad. I sound so bad, but <laughs> I don't know. I just think goals give me anxiety because it's like, like I have tentative goals, but not written down goals because I'm like, well, I have done that before, but I, I don't know, it just stresses me out because if I don't hit him, then I'm like, what am I doing? And right. then things happen like the coronavirus, and it's like, yeah, that kind of ruins a lot of stuff. For so, sure. For yeah. Sure. Well, that's something we kind of wanted to touch yeah. base on for oh, a second. Yeah. So obviously at the time of this recording, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going around, a lot of confusion with where, where the future is in terms of all of our small businesses with the virus hitting so hard and a lot of social distancing going on, people staying at home, it's really affecting a lot of businesses. So yeah. I guess first off, have you seen um, an effect on your business personally? Um, yeah, so the first thing that I saw was the yarn being um, late. Mm-hmm. Or them not being able to, my suppliers not being able to work, right. therefore I can't get yarn. Right. Luckily, I had a ton of yarn stocked up. But um, so that was the first thing, and then I thought that would blow over. Yeah. Second thing was I was supposed to do Pinterest conference. It's a big DIY expo. Which is for Pinterest, basically. It's it's not associated with Pinterest, but okay. it's called Pinners to associate with it, I right. guess. Because um, they pin yeah, because <laughs> it, it's DIY. Right. So it's a bunch of it's a big expo. Think of like fitness expo where okay. like everyone has their own booth and stuff, but it's DIY stuff. So okay. I was supposed to go there teach a class. I was supposed to teach two classes of 160 people. Uh-huh. I was supposed to make money. <laughs> I prepared. I spent a lot of money to make money. Mm-hmm. And I got an email an hour before I was supposed to leave for California that they were canceling it and postponing it. So that was a really hard thing because I had paid a lot forward um, in order to make money. And so there's a lot of prep into that, a lot of stress. And then I still went to California because I had the Airbnb. (laughs) But then everything was shut down. So, Um, And then a couple of my classes are getting canceled. Right. So, you know, um, I this has kicked me into gear to do online tutorials, which I've been wanting to do. But I've just kind of been putting it off because I've been so busy. But now I have all this yarn. I have kits made that I was supposed mm-hmm. to sell at Pinners. So now I'm doing tutorials. Okay. So you know what? It might turn out good for me because yeah. everyone's sitting at home bored. So So is it possible for you to send people a kit and they can do it as they watch your video? I yeah. mean, is that like kind of what your idea was? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for my kids at Pinners, what I was just going to do is just have instructions mm-hmm. um, just because I didn't have time to make a video. Now yeah. I have time, so I'm going to make a video with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they'll buy the kit. It's the yarn, um, enough yarn for the size of the blanket they want to make. Mm-hmm. They'll have instructions written out and then I'll have a video for them oh, as well. Cool. So a lot of people have told me, you know, I'll buy that and stuff like that. That's a cool idea. Yeah, because I was, you know, stressed out about stuff so (laughs) well I feel like you can almost reach more people with that too like they'll want their kids to do something like crafts yeah for sure fun family activity while everyone's stuck at home yeah they can teach their kids I've had young kids as well so yeah Yeah. definitely and people have been wanting me to do do tutorials and I've kind of put it off because I'm like well you know it's already on YouTube so what how's mine going to be different right I think a lot of people since they see me they're like oh I want to learn from her yeah right I don't know We'll see. Yours will be different because you're going to be sending them the kit too. Yeah. So there are some other people. So yeah, there is a girl in Utah that does 
kits and okay. stuff like that. And so um, she's been successful with it. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. But again, her and I chat sometimes too. So yeah. um, it's not like a huge competitor thing. But my dad always tells me there's enough. There's so many people out there that there's always um, room to sell your products, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not too concerned about that. That kind of went in a different direction, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so your plan is just kind of to shift more of an online focus with everything going yeah, on? Yeah, for now. That's cool. Yeah, because cool. I had a couple of my classes canceled. So. Yeah. Um, which those ones were in Vegas. Uh-huh. So sometimes I travel to Vegas to do classes, but... Um, it's just been stressful too so it's yeah, kind of nice that they're sure. cancelled and I know that sounds bad it's just the unknown of what's going to be next on um, the governor's list of guidelines you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah yeah. wow well it's really cool that you've been able to, to I guess adapt or try get ready to adapt and yeah. with everything going on obviously not every business is able to do it yeah but for anyone that can adapt it's a good idea to think about you know what can you do to offer any sort of online service mm-hmm. even if it's not exactly what you're currently doing right now yeah do you have any other advice for all these other small businesses that might be be struggling with everything going on um I think it's hard because you know, I get on there and the other day I did a video and I was almost crying in it because I was, you know, just so upset about everything. And um, it's hard because I know everyone else is struggling. Yeah. There's so many people struggling. And so, you know, we've all just kind of been supportive because I do follow a lot of different businesses and we talk. And even if I haven't ever met them, they're very supportive. So we support each other. And I think just, um, I don't know, my advice would be just kind of talk with other people about it about your struggles because other people understand them mm-hmm. um and i think maybe just try to be as normal as possible on instagram right now just yeah. to kind of keep up you know because people are at home on their phones all day so yeah. once mm-hmm. this blows over maybe you know you'll gain a lot more um traction because sure. people are sitting at home yeah. i don't know just yeah. it's hard to look into the future right now just because of what's going on but definitely um just kind of try to keep normalcy i guess yeah no it's definitely some good advice for all of us out there trying to figure out it's hard what to do for those that have businesses stay active on social media for sure yeah Yeah, everyone's on it right now yeah (laughs) i guess it's probably the best time right now everyone's on it yeah yeah um i guess just outside of kind of what's currently going on but do you have any just business advice in general that you'd give to to entrepreneurs whether they're just starting out or five to ten years in business or just trying to think if they want to start start something up um i mean i've been in so i've been in business for i think it's already like two and a half years now um and i always just tell people like i don't know what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> and i know and i don't know if that makes people like be like what the heck or if it no, makes I them totally feel comfortable yeah, yeah. um but I think it's just you just got to go and do it and just find people that are supportive and encouraging of you. Um, I try to support other local businesses as well. Uh-huh. Um, it's good to, you know, comment and share and, I don't know, just form friendships, For I sure. guess, um, with other people that can help you. I, I think that's probably what I've learned the most is from other people uh-huh. on what to do. Um, and most people, I'm going to say like, all the people that I've talked to are pretty willing to share. Yeah. Um, so definitely just try. You just got to do it. Just put yourself out there. That's what people want to see. People yeah. want to connect. Mm-hmm. People want to see other people doing well. Yeah. So 
So quickly with that, what have you done to, I guess, find people to connect with? Were these people you already knew or did you did you have to go to some sort of like networking groups or online groups to, to find these people to connect with? Um, mainly it's just other businesses that I met at different markets that uh-huh. I would do okay. around the valley or just through Instagram. Um, a lot of my big supporters are women who have bought my product and they are kind of like, I'll say influencers, yeah. but they have home decor um, Instagrams. And so they're, they've been super supportive and I don't know, everyone just is always super interactive on Instagram and commenting on my stuff yeah. and me on theirs just because I don't know. I used to be kind of like, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to reach out to people. And I don't know. I just kind of didn't understand Instagram just uh-huh. maybe because I didn't have a ton of followers on my personal account. Right. My personal account is totally different. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely, what was the question? <laughs> oh, just like where you find people to, to connect oh, with. Oh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just you can find other people through different, I guess for me, markets, classes. Yeah. Um, I've made some friends through my classes, through teaching mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, just people I went to high school with, too, or starting their own businesses. Uh-huh. So... Yeah. Just being a business basically can starts connecting you with yeah. people naturally. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I think that about does it for myself, Dallin. I... Yeah, kind of, kind of starting to wrap up here. So before <laughs> yeah. we close up, we have a little game that we uh, oh. we like to play with everyone. All right. Um, so kind of how it goes is you have a minute to answer as many questions as you can. So we have twenty questions total. Um, they're questions about you. Um, some are business related, some aren't. Um, and yeah, you just have to see. That. I talk a lot, <laughs> as you guys can see. Yeah, so you have to keep your answers short. Oh, so, my. All right. So we'll see how many you can answer. It's rapid fire. In a minute. And Ridge will start us off. Okay. I will. From the top. Um, in three, two, one, go. All right. Favorite junk food? Um, sandwiches. I don't know if that's a junk food. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Um, probably invisibility or flying. Music you turn on when nobody is around. Um... I don't know. Don't your cat. <laughs> Are we trying to be clean on this? <laughs> if you're stuck on an island, what would you bring with you? Um, a friend. <laughs> uh, guilty pleasure. Um, Netflix. Love uh, is blind. <laughs> favorite quote. Um. Oh gosh. I don't know. Skip. <laughs> it's too much work. Okay. To uh, if you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Um. I am not good on the spot. Skip. <laughs> What's your spirit animal? Um, a pug. Zodiac sign. What? What's your zodiac oh, sign? Capricorn. All right, and that's and time. So we got a total of eight questions. So we did well. not bad. Um, well, before we close up here, why don't you tell us where pe- we people can find you, either online or on social media, and how they can contact you? Yeah. So. Um, Cozy Knit Designs, cozy with a K, so K-O-Z-Y, okay. um, Knit Designs. So Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, different DIY studios around the valley, Studio 223 in Gilbert, um, Craft Nights in Phoenix, Pinspirations in Phoenix, um, yeah, a couple different places. So I'm on their websites for classes and stuff like that. So. And then where can somebody book you to come to their house and stuff like that? Um, typically, 
on my website I put like a booking system but no one's used it I think typically people just like to reach out to me so I'm really active on Instagram with if people want to DM me Uh they can DM me so um, a lot of it's just through that so if they want to book me just through that it's easier just to communicate on things like that so yeah Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again so much for uh, for coming on today. I had Thank a good you. time. Yeah. And yeah. just before we close thanks up, a big me. big shout out to everyone else out there listening. And mm-hmm. our thoughts are with everyone that's kind of struggling right now with everything yeah. going on, all those Definitely. small businesses. So mm-hmm. uh, we're all doing what we can to support each other. So stay strong and we'll get through this together. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Thank catch you. you next week.